Fun fact about this episode, Jason has COVID and he doesn't even know it yet. So stay tuned for future episodes where he finds out. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I hide Pop's shoes because I think it's funny when he's looking for them. I'm a horrible person. I hate taking showers and I hate kittens. I lied about being on the football team. I think Eileen is hot without her glasses on. Welcome back to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I am your co-host, Josh. As always, with me today is... Your other co-host, Jason. Hello, everyone. My voice is completely dead right now. <laughs> I, I felt that, uh, was it last Friday, uh, when me, Jacob, Ethan, and Jake went out. Like That was probably one of the... I guess wildest nights we had in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the uh, some of the pictures. It looked fun. <laughs> I had to look back at uh, one of them because I sent it to I guess you or the entire group. Then you screenshotted yeah. it and you put in Pride Month. It's the video of Ethan. Uh, I think you guys are in the car and Ethan's just like his head is on your shoulder. Yeah, that was a <laughs> that was a really sweet moment. Huh, he doesn't like nice. touching us. Hmm. But it's good that you guys all got to go. I had a lot of fun, too, this past oh, yeah. weekend. Um, what did you do? So, um, just to set it up, today's episode of Regular Show is Season 3, Episode 33. Holy shit, we're on 33. That's, a, like, a lot. Um, Isn't that, like, a lucky number? Like, 333 or something? Maybe. But yeah. the episode is called Diary, and the premise is Mordecai and Rigby are offering to watch they're not offering margaret asked mordecai and rigby to water her plants while she's on vacation and hey that's funny because i just got back from vacation oh what wait so three days what would you consider like a good time frame for vacation um well okay so the the trip that i went on hold on let me count one two mine lasted four days and i feel like that's it's that's like a kind of average but on the shorter side of vacation yeah i i would have liked a five day vacation i feel like uh usually five days is like the sweet spot because a week Mm -hmm. can be sometimes it could be a little too long three days Mm -hmm. is definitely too short yeah um but yeah i was gone for four days and uh we we partied so hard out there yeah i i saw uh (laughs) you were Taking shots with your titas, your titos, you're drinking a lot. <laughs> so it was a family reunion on my dad's side. So my dad has seven other siblings. Jesus. And, uh, and all of them have kids. And cool. so th- that means that like I have so many cousins. And it has been eight years, eight something like that, six to nine years until like from the last time that we were all together mm. and uh-huh. i uh, i was looking back to the group picture i think i counted there was like somewhere between like 35 to 40 of us or something like that damn and so yeah i have a pretty big family Jeez, i mean i think a majority of filipinos have i mean not just filipinos but a lot of uh, a lot of families have giant families you know mm-hmm. no there's no i don't i've not heard a single family that has like a small group of people you know that's true but um (laughs) 
it's it's not often where we get to like see each other you know because we see each other on like like holidays and things like that yeah. but this was like a whole vacation i i flew out to california with my uh with my immediate family and cj got to come along too oh and that's special yeah because um we we have family that lives out in cali and so we stayed at their place or the party was at their place and we were at a nearby hotel okay. and um we played so many drinking games we i i can't i can't even count how many we played if we ever end up doing like a christmas or a or if you end up coming through with like a new year's thing like any one of our friend group bring Mm -hmm. do you if you remember any of those games bring that along because i'm interested to try it out uh well one of the games we are definitely not playing it's called power hour what's power hour (laughs) oh my gosh that was probably the craziest game that we played because it just goes so downhill so basically power hour is where you spend an entire hour 60 minutes where you take a shot of beer every 60 seconds (laughs) so little tiny shot glasses of just beer doesn't seem like much but if you're doing one every minute and you have to do 60 of them. That 60 Ooh. shots of beer equals, uh, depending on how you're measuring it, five to seven and a half beer bottles in only one hour. That's disgusting. I think I could get <laughs> to that point. Or no, I think I would be able to do it if I was li- way over the edge. <laughs> and I could and- just down one drink in like 20, no, not even 20, 10 minutes. And it didn't help that we played the game at 2 p.m so it oh was like pretty pretty early on in the day if we're talking party yeah and um i think only four or five people actually made it all the way to 60 was it one of the titos i'm imagining um, yes it was of course there's always that one uncle <laughs> that that makes it through and i i think i i tapped out at around like 20 or 25 okay that's not bad so and then um Two of my cousins threw up. Ah, oh. <laughs> we were all just playing, and then because every single time the timer went off, we we counted down from five, and then we took the shot, and then all of a sudden, my cousin sitting next to me, he just runs to the to the <laughs> lawn on the other side of the backyard, and we're all looking at him, and of course, the whole family is like, "Oh, oh," you know? Yeah. Um, what else? Um, we <laughs> so. I'm not going to go into too much context, but are you familiar with the Cousin Walk? It's not really a drinking game. No. So b- basically, the it's I don't know how I'm, I'm, I can really explain this, but basically you go on a walk with your cousins, um, okay. you, your older cousins. Only the older cousins ever go on there. Okay. And um, are you are you looking it up? No, I'm not looking it up because I had to. I was on my different monitor and I was just uh, making sure my screen or I could play the video. I thought I heard you typing, but um, so basically, you go on a walk with your cousins for around like maybe twenty, thirty-ish minutes. So that's what we did. It was it was me, um, some cousins, and I think two of my aunts. All right. Uh, we we went out and then um, we we came back and I ended up eating six plates of nachos after that is that what happened yeah so oh my god 
usually when you do the cousin walk, he, most notably, it takes place right before the Thanksgiving dinner, so you can uh-huh. eat a lot of food afterwards. Um, yeah. So that was me, and I felt I, I don't think I've eaten that much in my life ever, and I'm a pretty big eater, but yeah, you are. I my stomach was like throbbing. I felt nauseous over how much food I ate. I legit, and they they were like loaded nachos. It was like it had like the t- the tortilla chips, the chicken, beef, hot cheese, cilantro, mm. onions, uh, all all the things on it. So. See- so you're here talking about food, and normally when we do, it gets either of us hungry. But I actually, before the podcast, went out and got some Jersey Mike sandwich. Uh, Jersey Mike oh. sandwich. So I've been smacking on that for the past like hour. I have Lucky. like a, a, I have like half of uh, like a regular size right next to me. Dude, I oh. Jersey Mike's my favorite uh, sandwich shop. Definitely, I, it is for me too. It used to be. Uh, subway growing up but then Ugh. my my dad showed me jersey mike's i'm like i kind of like this if, if i had to rank them i would go jersey mike's jimmy john's then subway i'd i'd agree with that i agree with yeah that. but speaking of food um you uh, did you also see some of the food that we had the pinoy food oh yeah i did and i <laughs> saw that you you didn't fuck a lechon but hey hey oh no <laughs> <laughs> so um that that was actually one of my one one of my either aunts or uncles that put the banana there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. They basically just took phone. basically lechon um it is it is um it's the Filipino word for it's fried pig, right? I think so. Yeah, so it is quite literally a huge pig and it like cover I think it's like what maybe 3 4 feet long. It's yeah, I was going to say like a foot long, but no, it's it's bigger than oh, that. It's, it's long, yeah. And it is, it, yeah, it, it it is exactly how you describe it. It's a huge uh, fried pig that's there. And we feasted on that. The skin was crispy and crunchy. Ooh. And Ooh. later on in the night, we also had balut. Ooh. I'll just talk about I, Filipino food makes me miss eating it. Because I don't, I, usually I'll only have it whenever my lola comes or lola is uh still living in the u.s right now she's in the philippines she'll come back in a couple months though or actually no in a month i don't know have you ever tried balut uh it's probably been a while so like i said only when my lola comes around on this trip i had balut for the first time how'd you like it and um well it helps that uh we all Eight baluk. I th- I think we ordered like eighteen baluts for this trip. Jeez. Because uh, the entire family, like we, we were hyping it up, being like, "Yeah, we're all gonna try balut." So basically, for context, balut is basically um a. I keep saying basically. So, but basically, um, when you're at the Department of Redundancy Department, like I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> balut is a half fertilized uh chicken embryo. Or, um, oh yeah, we were talking about this last week. W- oh, were we? Yeah, we were because you were hyping up uh, that you were going on this on this Cali trip. Yes. So if you want to know what a balut looks like, you could look it up on Google Images, and balut is regarded as one of the like most like craziest exotic Asian foods that you could ever eat. I remember on Hell's Kitchen, one of the eating challenges, like the final tier, was a balut. That's how crazy it is. Even CJ had a balut. 
That she's certified. Yeah. So. She's certified. Uh, um, not, I, uh, no, I was going to say something. No. <laughs> but like nah. I said, we, we all had bullet late, late into the night. So we were all gone by then. I honestly don't, don't remember what it tastes like, but I just went down the hatch. I had the whole thing. Hmm, nice. So, you know what sucks about uh, going out on a Friday night? What? Or yeah, going out on a Friday night, uh, getting hammered. What? Not a lot of uh, places are open for food. Like, not a lot of food places are open. Hmm. I Except for like... McDonald's, of course. I feel like it's usually the morning after, like, a night of drinking. I'm never, like, super hungry. I don't know why. I For me, uh, at least if I'm still, I guess, conscious, I'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling hungry a little bit. But no, with the right. same, I'm the same as you. Like, in the morning, I'm like, I need to eat something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all this talk about eating... Um, makes me realize that I don't have a smooth transition for this. So shall, <laughs> shall we go on to our news segment for today? I only have uh, two bits of news. Oh, okay. So oh, I guess technically three. Um, All right. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me look up just so I have I was going right. to, I was going to ask you like, do you have anything? Cause I think I have one thing, but I, I forgot it, it's about a celebrity. Um, uh, actually, all of my things are about celebrities. Okay, well, let's see if we have the same bit of news. Okay, what is your bit of news for today? We are recording this on September 5th, 2023. I remember a... Was it Bob Barker? I think it was Bob Barker. He passed. Yes. He sadly passed away at the age of 99 sometime last week. Well, yeah, so it looks like a majority of our news for today is about celebrity deaths, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, Bob Barker unfortunately passed away, and then we had Jimmy Buffett. Oh, yeah. Who He, he passed away, uh, I think, the first day that I got to my vacation, so the family was like, oh, what? No. Or went um, out for him. Yes, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> and... Another one, this happened the day after or maybe two days later. Uh, Smash Mouth lead singer Steve Harwell. Oh, yes, he was another one. I saw it. I'm just like, dude, no way. The age of 56, man. That's still young. Yeah, that's great. It was, um, I believe he died from, uh, well, he had liver failure and he was on hospice for a while. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he did pass away. Um, he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, but hey, he was an all-star. Ah, yeah, that is, that was a good one. That was a good one. (laughs) Um, actually, hold on. Breaking news that just, uh, like surfaced in the last hour. A Massachusetts teen has passed away after taking part in social media's viral one chip challenge. Have you heard of that? Oh, yes, I have heard of that. Yeah, um, so basically it's a super spicy chip. It's like a single tortilla chip, and it has, I'm trying to read the label, like California Reaper and um, Viper Pepper, this and that. And there are warnings on the box saying, like, if you feel, like, nauseous or if you, like, faint or this and that after taking this chip, seek medical attention. Um, but unfortunately, I guess he, he did the chip challenge at school, and he was oh. found by his brother like way later on. It's it's unfortunate. So, um, I had I had been familiar with the one chip challenge, and I was 
I was, you know, it crossed my mind. Be like, oh, I wonder what it tastes like. But kids, say no to the one chip challenge. Yeah, That's I mean I, that, and just know your limits. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news. Indian government is reportedly preparing to change the country's name to Parat. I think that's how you pronounce it, but I'm sorry if I butchered it. Yeah. um, Why? Well, technically, the country is already named that. It was already named Parat, but everybody's been calling it India for the past however long. Yeah, uh, it's always been Parat, but the colonizers changed it to India just before uh, independence. So, um, technically, it isn't. It isn't changing to Pride. It's just like returning to it, and it's kind of okay. like going more international. It, it's similar okay. to how, um, how like Germans call their country Deutschland, but we call it Germany. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. Then okay, mm-hmm. my um, ignorant ass doesn't understand uh, his uh, international history like that. Yeah, some people were. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely learned a bit of knowledge today about how this whole thing works. So that's intriguing. But I, mm-hmm. I know a bunch of people were saying like, why, why don't, why doesn't everyone just call the country like, uh, of its like origin name? Yeah. Um, and then people were saying like, oh, it's because of like politics, like corrupt leaders, this and that. I have, I have no idea. But what yeah. I think it is is that, uh, how many people are in this world? Like thirteen billion. Oh, dude, you're, you're way, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> think, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm thinking of something else. Uh, I think seven to, eight, seven to eight billion. Yeah, there's eight billion people around the world, and you're going to tell me you're just going to uh, tell people that this is what it's called overnight, and they're just going to um, remember overnight? No. It's just how yeah. uh, society is built, at least in the education aspect. Like, It's in textbooks, so it's kind of mm. hard to get get rid of them yes um and the last bit of news today so um recently youtuber Gideon went on an adventure (laughs) what was it wait i think i heard about this didn't he oh wait no never mind i don't i don't know too much about this you do you showed me a clip of it do you watch like Gideon on a on a regular basis not really i the last yeah, the last thing I think I remember was uh, his tour to the UK with JJ and Logan Paul, and when he went to the Minnesota Wolves uh, game to get a haircut. Right. So, so like super irrelevant videos at this time. So basically, um, EDP four four five is a is a past YouTuber who got banned off of the platform, and he also got banned on Twitch and Twitter, and he yeah because he um he, he was meeting up and engaging in inappropriate things with people who were underage and so oh. this dude is a straight predator um yep. so yeah screw that guy yeah, remember um, to show how to catch a predator yes wasn't he featured i feel like he's been was featured he? on there i he feel needs like to be it, if he hasn't he but, needs to be the thing is i don't know why this guy isn't locked up yet because he i think he's been caught like like several times trying to meet up with people but it was all like a, a sting operation yeah and right. most notably he I, I forgot how the story went exactly but he met up with he was trying to meet up with someone who was underage um for like a, a cupcake or something like that I, I really <laughs> don't know. and that's kind of been a meme with edp 
And also, if you don't know what EDP stands for, you can look it up. And Gideon uh, set up a sting operation on EDP to hopefully catch him in the act once again. And of course, EDP fell right for the bait. And Gideon, <laughs> when when uh, EDP showed up to their location, Gideon was dressed as a cupcake, which is which is pretty funny. Uh, do you know what I do remember though? Huh. I remember at least around that time, or maybe even a little bit before that, uh, Gideon had a beef with Logan Paul about something. Really? Yeah, I don't really keep up with Gideon. Yeah, I know. Neither do I. And I try to listen to um, Logan Paul's impulsive podcast, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have an hour. I don't have an hour and thirty minutes to spare. You know, I miss the days where I had like I was able to spend eight hours a day just listening to music or podcasts i got so much done back there but now um, i don't are you talking about your dishwashing days it was the dishwashing days yeah you know what i miss what i miss reading out our diaries to each other oh, back in the day we used to have our little diary of a wimpy kid do-it-yourself books and we kind of made our own stories but we we like put our real lives into these stories. I guess it was our way of like expressing what was going on and stuff, and it was super funny. Yeah, I mean, it got us to do creative things. Mm-hmm. And that's also the way where um, I mean, it. I like how we were able to kind of all bond over being like, oh yeah, we're writing stories, this and that. But then we would read each other's books and then find out secrets about each other, and then word gets around on who likes who, this and that. Uh, Uh, the good old middle school high school days so that is what today's episode is about it's called diarrhea and we're gonna get diarrhea all right are you okay do you do you need some c4 i have a c4 in my fridge right now but i'm drinking glowberry prime instead ah that's another i can't find okay so the area that i'm in audience is really hard to find uh, exclusive prime, like like what Jason has. You better not throw that bottle right away. Um, th- this isn't the special limited edition. This is just the normal. Oh, either way, like don't throw away the bottle. Yeah, true. But I, I live near a place that always has prime in stock. I mean, I yeah. do too, but it's hard to get it because there's those damn demon kids that just mm-hmm. run that run through the store like, oh, let me grab this and. I go there 10 minutes later, they're gone. I'm like, fuck. Dude, the, the Glowberry Prime is one of my favorites, I gotta say. I feel like we say that a lot about whichever new Prime flavor comes out. And it's always true. Uh, I didn't really like Metamoon. It's alright. Did you like Lemonade? Um. Well, yeah, but it's nothing really new. It's Lemonade, you know. Okay. But, well, haven't um, tried that either. It, well, yeah, it, it's worth a try, but it's like it's not the prime that I'm gonna buy every single time. Yeah. But <clears throat> as for the C4 in my fridge, I feel like I should get that because one, like I always say in every freaking damn episode, it's Tuesday and I'm tired because I had an early morning. But this week I'm extra tired because I landed at Midway Airport last night at like 12 a.m. and I had to go to work at 8:45, so I'm extra tired. Hey, hey man, that's that. I respect the hustle. You, <sighs> yeah. you don't you don't sleep. Dude, I'm I'm low key having uh, what is it called, post vacation depression? Cause I just I just had oh. I had a lot of fun, you know. I really no, I did. Get, I get that. Like the time when 
or this past summer when I went up to to see you and the guys came through with uh, with me. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And after those three days, I felt like I didn't want to go, but I wanted to go back. Yeah, I know. Really like um traveling is fun but like when you're doing it with like your friends and family that's the thing that actually makes it you know oh yeah most definitely bye yeah you should probably grab that c4 before we start this episode Eh, i I think i'll manage i had snacks are you sure i'm good yeah regular show season three episode 33 diarrhea it came out in the u.s on July 23rd, 2012, and February 25th, 2013, in the UK, uh, which is a huge gap, but all right. That's a very big gap. Mm. So we open up at Margaret's house, um, and Mordecai and Rigby are walking up to the front door. She lives in like a condo apartment type thing, and Rigby says to Mordecai, being like, dude, let's water, let's water them later, and then Mordo's like, no, we're going to water Margaret's plants now. They're about to go into the front door, but then Rigby kind of, like, clowns Mordecai. He's like, ah, you're so whipped. And Mordecai's like, no, I'm not. And Rigby says, yeah, right. You're whipped with a capital. Mordecai says, just help me water the plants. And so he turns the key to open the door. And I had a quick note. Yeah. There's an error here because when Mordecai turns the, the key in the lock, he turns it in the opposite direction. Of, Wait, he turns it la- right? He, he Well, he turns it right, but but that's to lock it. If he wanted to open the door, he would have to turn it left, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, animation error. So they walk mm-hmm. inside of the apartment, and it's actually a pretty nice place. Margaret is, is like, well off. Um, Mordecai and Rigby are, like, glamming over everything. There's, there's plants around, and then Mordecai checks out the balcony, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's a grill. Hey, Rigby, after we start dating, I'll totally invite you over for burgers. And Rigby's all like, uh, whatever. Can we just get this over so we can leave? And Mordecai's like, eh, chill out, dude. And he's looking at pictures of uh, Margaret and Eileen on the table. And then Mordecai kind of like talks out loud, being all like, oh, I can't believe Margaret asked us to water her plants while she's gone for the weekend. I think this really shows a level of trust. And Rigby says, I think you're reading too much into it. All she did was ask you to water her plants. And Mordecai's like, well, I don't see anyone asking you to water their plants. And then Rigby looks around more and, she's all, and he's all like, damn, she's got a lot of plants. I can't believe you told her that you would water all of these. What a chump. And Mar- is like, hey, it's because Margaret is my friend. <laughs> and Rigby says, Psh, yeah, your friend without benefits. Oh, damn. Rigby went all in. Um, I put that down as an adult joke. I also, well, yeah, I did too. But uh, I, I feel like this whole little, uh, little sequence is exactly how one of us would would act around each other. Hmm. Yeah. Um, where it's like I would go along with you to like help you water like one of your, one of your female friends, friends plants. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just be like making fun of you the whole time, be like, oh, so you said yes to this? Wow. Yeah, and I, I'd definitely be defensive about it, most most likely. Yeah, and we could classify this as a Mordecai simp moment, which we will discuss later at lunchtime. So why don't you continue? So, uh, Mordecai is getting tired of just Rigby laying around, doing nothing. So he asks, uh, 
So he asked Rigby to just help him find the water can. And we go into this mini mon montage of both Mordecai and Rigby going through Margaret's apartment, trying to find the water water can. First, Mordecai goes through a cupboard, doesn't find it. Rigby walks past the bathroom. Obviously, he's not trying to actually help out. He's just lazily doing the bare minimum. Mordecai checks a closet with a vacuum inside. There's nothing. Rigby then tries to open Margaret's bedroom door and says, Oh, the bedroom door is locked. Mordecai from the kitchen, looking under another cupboard, uh, says to Rigby, It wouldn't be in her bedroom. Stay out of there. But Anne Rigby walks into the kitchen wearing uh, Margaret's hat. And he kind of imitates Margaret while wearing the hat, saying, Oh, Mordecai. He's alright. He, it's not like we're dating or anything. I just let him come over and water my plants sometimes. Mordecai obviously gets really triggered by this. And he, <laughs> and he notices Rigby wearing Margaret's hat. And he says, hey, put that back. Rigby says, no, I want to wear it while I water the plants. Mordecai again demands Rigby to put back the hat. Rigby is taunting Mordecai saying, make me. And this caused Mordecai to push Rigby over, try to fight over to get the hat back, but uh, Rigby isn't letting up. He's grabbing Rig or Mordecai by the leg. Mordecai is trying to push him off. And this has uh, Rigby kind of stumble back behind him as he bumps into a really tall bookshelf with a plant at the top. Damn, Margaret has a lot of plants. They're really all over the place. She, yeah, I mean, I respect the fact that she has a lot of plants, but still, you, there's got to be a point where you don't have that many. My my sister has a good amount of plants, but I don't remember the last time like I had one. See, exactly. I mean, they got to be fake, though, right? No, like, they're all real. Oh, okay. Well, anyways. Uh, I, I think, like, one or two of them is, like, kind of dying, but, yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, mm -hmm. so Rigby bumps into the tall bookshelf knocking over a very obvious red book as it falls onto the ground uh the lock on it snaps open mordecai instantly notices this and says dude what did you do as he picks up the book rigby says what do you mean what did i do you pushed me dude you broke it but rigby doesn't believe him He's like yeah right you can't break books and besides, even if it did break, just put it back and don't say anything. <laughs> Mordecai goes on saying, you totally broke it. This thing has a lock on it. And then we get a quick shot of Mordecai kind of flipping up, flipping up the broken lock on the book. And Rigby starts questioning. He's like, what? What kind of book has a lock on it? And Rigby, or Mordecai flips open the first uh, flap of the book and he says, I don't know. As he, read it, as he reads the first page, it says, This diary belongs to Margaret. And mm. Mordecai instantly shuts it back. I, I could respect Mordecai here for closing the book. And, yeah. Um, respecting Margaret. Because considering that he has a huge crush on Margaret, he probably mm -hmm. like wants to like, get to know her, this and that. Um, so I, I could imagine that like, like a a good amount of people would probably be like, uh, just like a peek wouldn't hurt, you know, how they, um, would yeah, you I, I do know. that yeah. though? No, I would not, not at, no, <laughs> not, not <laughs> I, at this age. Maybe if I was like, like 
10 or whatever yeah no i wouldn't either like i st- we i'm pretty sure we both still have our diaries laying around somewhere i know where mine is and honestly only me and you are the only ones allowed to read it maybe maybe it's some of the other guys but hmm. le- but just you and me are allowed to read that and nobody else <laughs> you know um i when my little brother started reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid, I uh-huh. um, I gave him all of my old books, including uh-huh. my do-it-yourself book. Oh, God. And then um, one day he texts me, be like, Guya, I read your do-it-yourself book. Who's Samantha? <laughs> Wait, is, is this the same Samantha we went to middle school with? Yes, the one that you dated in sixth grade. Yeah, I, fo- yeah, we, I followed her on Instagram. Nice. Cool. Yeah, um, mm, well... <laughs> good thing you dated her in sixth grade yeah anyways continue so yeah um mordecai freaks out and he's like dude this is her diary she's gonna think that i was reading her diary rigby says dude what's the big deal it's just it's just some lame old diary i mean why do people even need to keep secrets i don't have any secrets do you have any secrets i know i sure don't and i uh that line right there um Uh on the second watch through of this I could sense that Rigby is kind of like overcompensating on how he thinks that no one ever needs to keep secrets because he, in fact, has a secret. You know, I I was gonna say, I was gonna say that too. Like since you pointed out, at least everyone has at least one secret. Yeah, and the fact that Rigby's talking all fast, being all like, "Oh, I don't have any secrets. You shouldn't have any secrets. I I don't. I don't. You know." Yeah, that so. that's definitely a sign that he has something. Mm-hmm. But then Mordecai is like, dude, I don't care. If she comes home and finds this thing broken, she's going to think that I read it. We have to fix it before she gets back. So we clock wipe over. Um, they're sitting on the couch at the coffee table trying to push the lock back on where it ripped. So Mordecai has his finger over it, and he's like, come on, come on. But then it falls right back off. Rigby says, oh, will you chill out, dude? It's not going to stick without glue. Huh, looks like Rigby has to bail you out again. Um, Rigby goes to the kitchen and he finds a bottle of uh, super glue. It's called soup the gloop. And then Rigby's trying to like apply it on there. And Mordecai is kind of breathing over his shoulder being like, dude, just a drop. Just a drop. And then <laughs> Rigby freaking squeezes the bottle with his fist and gets super glue all over the cover. Mordecai says, Dude, I just said just a drop, and he's like, you are making me nervous. So, uh, Mordecai grabs a Kleenex that's sitting on the table, and he tries to wipe away the glue, but then, of course, it makes the Kleenex rip, making the book even worse. Uh, it, this is just infuriating to watch. I no, it is, it is. Mordecai says, ah, oh, let me see that glue. So he snatches it from Rigby, and he's, he reads the label on the back of it, and he's like, all right, it says here that we could remove the glue with heat. Rigby is like, okay, let me handle it. So Rigby opens the microwave and he tosses in the book. But then Mordecai stops him and he's like, wait. And then we get a little flashback to It's Time, season two, where Mordecai is throwing all of the clocks into the microwave, causing them to fly through space before Father Time. And Mordecai pushes Rigby into oblivion, killing him. Uh, we fade back into the present day and he kind of stare, Mordecai stares at Rigby and he's like, yeah, we're not going to put anything in the microwave. And Rigby, like, he, he almost kind of, like, looks confused 
um, because I wrote that this was Mordecai's flashback that Rigby has no idea even happened, because you'll remember in that episode, Mordecai turned back time and erased it, you know? Yeah, I, I wrote down that Mordecai has PTSD from that episode. Yeah, he really does. So like, I don't think he can put anything in a microwave. Yeah, I, I would be traumatized too. Um, thankfully, that was also a Mordecai sip moment. But it was. Since, since it's a flashback, I don't think we count it. No. But um, instead, they take the diary out to the grill from earlier. And he turns on the grill and then Mordecai is holding the book with tongs. And the heat is making the glue start to drip off. And Rigby's all like, dude, it's working. And Mordecai, he's getting all giddy with it. He's like, yeah, it is. But the glue drips off and gets onto the flames underneath the grill. And what happens? The grill, as as well as the book, Im- explode with fire. Uh, both Mordecai and Rigby start screaming. They're like, ah! Uh, Mordecai quickly grabs a blanket to try to put out the fire. And Rigby uh, goes and grabs some fluid, what he thinks is water. Uh, but... Actually, it's more lighter fluid, dude. and Mordecai tries to stop Rigby by saying, like, dude, that's not, but uh, Rigby quickly squeezes the lighter fluid onto the already flaming book, making it a lot worse, uh, which causes Rigby. a giant explosion. Rigby, knocking... how, how dumb are you? Sorry, go on. No, uh, it's fine. It's, it's amazingly... <laughs> It's amazing how dumb See, he didn't pay attention. No, no, no. Well, no. He is dumb, but it's amazing uh, how he thought that lighter fluid was fine. This episode right here, specifically this scene, what we're watching, captures the essence of just trying to watch two idiots, like, do something, you know? Simple as watering plants. Yeah, like, how many idiots does it take to water plants, you know? Um, th- th- this reminds me of Dumb and Dumber. You've seen that movie, right? I fell asleep, remember? Oh, oh wait. Yeah, you didn't see the movie. <laughs> I fell uh, asleep, like, in the first 20 minutes. We, You need to watch it sometime. So that's that's my dad's favorite movie, and, like, almost everyone on my family has seen it. So for the entire weekend, we were making reference to it. Oh, it's hilarious. But... So the explosion happens, and Mordecai quickly grabs the fire extinguisher that's on a nearby wall, and he puts out the fire... And uh, the book put out, and it starts hissing with smoke coming out of it. Mordecai and Rigby go over, look at the book a little bit closer, and then all of a sudden, the book gets flamed up again. And this causes Mordecai and Rigby to grab the grab the tongs, running over, running with the diary into the toilet, tossing it in the in the water <laughs> it's it's funny how you could see mordecai holding the fiery book with the tongs and like his arms are like stretched out in front of him trying to like hold it as far away as possible him just like running through margaret's apartment because <laughs> i have you ever like not not set anything on fire but have the uh, smoke alarm go off while you're trying to do something um well now that you say something, I have two stories. Um, <laughs> one time when I was 10 years old, so I have this uncle who 
Like he loves fireworks. Um, oh, yeah. To the to the point. Look, well, I think you can't even buy like like f- huge fireworks in Illinois, uh-huh. like over the counter use. So he goes to Indiana to buy them and comes back every year for the Fourth of July. That makes a lot of sense. And one year he had a bunch of leftover fireworks and he let me take some home. Nice. And um, I set one off in the backyard and, you know, my mom was just like watching from the back porch and stuff. Um, the firework goes off, it explodes, and then the grass catches on fire. Oh my god. And then I'm just like, I look at my mom and I'm like, oh, what would I do? What would I do? <laughs> and so I'm just like scrambling, like, and I, I, I think I was wearing flip-flops, so I didn't want to like stomp on the fire. Yeah. And the hose was too far away to go get and i don't even think it worked so i was trying i was trying to i remember i was trying to go inside to grab like a cup of water or something but mm-hmm. my um i i it wasn't enough water to actually like put it out <laughs> and uh-huh. my mom was like trying to like get me to like put out the fire and then i i, tr- I remember i try to go back into the house but my mom blocks the door she's like no you, you got you, it's spreading you got to go I and mean, i'm like move you got to move so i can get water what are you doing <laughs> something happened and i was able to put out the fire but the funny thing is i think like a week later my um th- this was back when um my stepmom and my dad's house was like right next to my mom's so like the backyards were next to each other Oh, okay. Um, I find out that my uncle on my stepmom's side had witnessed the entire thing and was dying laughing <laughs> as he just watched me try to scramble and put it out. He's, he said he was just like watching TV. He heard the explosion and he looks out the window and, and he was like, bro, what is he doing? <laughs> but, that's amazing. I I don't know. That, I don't think that's like a on a dick thing to do just to like stand and watch but it's entertaining at least it spices up the day a bit there wasn't anything he could have done he was just there (laughs) yeah um the other stories i um in my in my flat in england i accidentally set off the smoke alarm because the ventilation in the kitchen was ass i mean i can relate to that uh when we're like uh when i do cook food for myself there's there's a time where I forgot to uh, put oil on something and the food started burning a bit and I'm and I wasn't paying attention at the time because mm. I was like on my phone or something and yeah, I, all I hear is good. the smoke alarm going off I'm like shit and then yeah yeah and it it I think that pan got mm. burnt the food got burnt I had to. Ugh. Good thing the like fire department didn't show. That's the last thing I want, especially when yeah. I'm home alone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But um, Mordecai and Rigby, uh, yeah, he tosses the diary into the toilet, uh, finally putting it out of water. And then we get this little POV shot from inside the toilet. The book sinks down below, and then you could see Mordecai and Rigby like looking down at the toilet. And then Rigby's all like, "You think she'll notice?" And then we clock wipe over to Skips' house because Mordecai and Rigby are looking for a solution. Mordecai uh, shows Skips the wet, burnt book, and he's like, can you fix it? And Skips is all like, well, what, what is it? And he's like, it's Margaret's diary. And then he Skips is like, why does it look like that? Rigby tells him it's a long story. And then Skips is like, hmm, 
yep, sorry, this can't be fixed with any traditional methods. And then Mordecai gets all frustrated, and he's like, oh, well, do you have any untraditional ones? And Skip says, of course. There is one way. I could transfer it to a new diary using a magic quill pen. But then Mor Mordecai is all like, oh, thank you, Skips. And Skip says, in order for this to work, we need to be in the same place where the diary was broken. But you both need to know that diaries are a serious business because they contain secrets. And secrets must be protected at all costs. And then Rigby's all like, yeah, Skips, we know. And Skips is all like, do you? Look, out of respect for Margaret's secrets, I'm going to help you guys. But you have to take it seriously and do exactly as I say. And then Mordecai and Rigby are all like, yeah, Skips, we promise. And then Skips is all like, oh, you, well, you better, because secrets are a force to be reckoned with. So we fade over to Margaret's house, her apartment, and it's nighttime. And Mordecai, Skips, and Rigby are sitting around Margaret's coffee table. And Skips has brought over this, like, special tablecloth and candles. And he he has, like, this, uh, this like, box in the middle of it. It's probably, like, sacred or something. Um, and then he puts down this red notebook. And I, I guess that's supposed to be, like, Margaret's new diary. And Rigby says, like, oh, what? That doesn't look anything like Margaret's diary. And then Skips... He, start, he starts to talk all like wise, being a lot like, As in written content, so too in physical appearance will the books become identical. Alright guys, join hands. And so, Skips reaches out his hand, and uh, Mordecai grabs it. But then, we look over at Rigby, and he's not grabbing anyone's hands. And Rigby's all like, I'm not gonna hold hands. Mordecai says, come on dude, just do it. He's trying to help us out. And then Rigby's all like, oh, fine. So, um, they all join hands. Skip says, all right, it's time to begin. Now, no matter what you hear, you mustn't look at Margaret's thoughts as the quill transfers the secrets. So he opens up the box and there's like this magic quill inside and it starts, it, it's like glowing gold and it starts to like hum and, and float in the midair. And then they're all glamoring over it. And Skip says, now we must all close our eyes. So, Skips and Mordecai close their eyes, but what happens, Josh? We get a POV shot from Rigby's perspective, and Skips can definitely tell that not everyone has their eyes closed. So he says, Rigby, close your eyes. And Rigby says, fine, I'm closing them. And then we have the shot of just Rigby slowly shutting his eyes and all you can hear is Skip say, begin. And then voices murmuring eerily start to happen. A lot of windy noises. Really spooky stuff that you can't visually see, but you can hear it. Rigby is very curious. He starts and he says, what, is, what are they saying? But Skip tells Rigby to just keep your eyes closed and ignore them. And, it's, and it starts picking up a little bit. Mordecai says how much longer is this going to take skips responds saying it should be any minute just keep your eyes closed but rigby fucks up again and oh opens his eyes seeing this uh black void that all three of them are in they see papers flying around everything is floating 
they you uh Rigby sees two ghosts kind of fly into him. Uh, they all of these spirits are coming in and out of the pages of the diary. Uh, and we see Rigby say, "Cool." And and then, uh, the pages, the quill, the spirits, and even the box and notebooks start to come together to form a very scary uh, Margaret face when she screams in front of Rigby. This scares the shit out of Rigby. He says, ah! And he quickly closes his eyes. And the black void that all three of them were in kind of disappear and they are transported back into Margaret's apartment. Uh, the coffee table and the three of them thud back onto the floor. And Skips opens his eyes and looks at the coffee table and says the transfer is incomplete and questions everyone if they shut their eyes. Mordecai quickly says, I can't mind shut. And they both look, immediately look at Rigby. And Rigby, <laughs> for a second, he says, is staying silent and then says, what? All right, fine. There's a chance I might have maybe probably looked, maybe. He's trying to explain. He's trying to backpedal and say that it wasn't him, but it really was him. Of course, Rigby. He always has to be the one to make things go south. Always. Ah, uh, yeah. This one especially is pretty big. I I feel like I'm trying to think of like bad things that Rigby has done, but this one has probably like been like one of the most like hefty costs. Yeah, because um, this is a little bit more personal. Because they were just about to finish, but um, of course, the episode would end right there, but they had to make it interesting. And uh-huh. Rigby has that covered. Um, real quick, um, what is the most amount of mosquito bites you've ever gotten? That's very Why? Random. How did? How does this... Re- so, yeah. I have no idea, but I think I have one on my wrist right now. Like, on my I, left wrist. I got bit so much in California. <laughs> I... I have mosquito bites like on my my arms, like my my knee. I'm scratching my knee one, but I gotta stop all over my legs, and it. I am in pain right now. Uh, but. I have no solution as to to get rid of them, but I do have a little quick story. Well, not really a story, but uh, at work, uh, one of my uh, managers before we even or like a little bit before we opened. He had me, or he asked me, like, Josh, are you afraid of bees? I'm like, Hmm. not really, unless they start, like, bothering me. And he's like, you want to take out the, you want to change the trash outside? When it was, like, really hot and the bee level was not too high, but there was, like, a couple out there. So so I go out and change them. This freaking bee was, like, tailing me. And I was, I kept saying this. To myself while I was out there, I'm like, I'm gonna swing at this bee if it doesn't leave me to fuck alone. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Ugh. Um, have you been stung before? Not to my knowledge, no. I got stung once. It was at band camp. The bees were like super bad that day, and we had to stay still because it's banned. <sighs> and I got yeah. stung. I think it was right in the ankle. The, I honestly wait in high school it. I feel like band camp, I heard it's hell, but it's not, like, to to a point where you want to kill yourself. 
Um, uh, well, I, it, it all depends on the weather and how your yeah. instructors are treating you. Because, like, in high school, they made it fun for the kids. Okay. Um, and it wasn't bad. But I remember in 2019, we had this new um, drumline tech. And this okay. guy was a fucking asshole. Oh, my gosh. He, he, so he marks DCI, which is a drum corps international, if you didn't know. And okay. he freaking he, – he was treating us like he was a freaking drill sergeant. He was, like, yelling at us on the field. He was, like, like telling us, like, all around the place. And he was being way too hardcore. And I was like, my guy, this is a community marching band that we only play at home games, dude. Mm-hmm. And f- so – and it was like 98 degrees out that day yeah. and i was carrying very heavy uh 55 60 pound drums on my chest um yeah and just like his teaching approach was terrible and then um i remember uh we had a couple members the following year um who like knew about that guy and he was all like they were all like oh dude that guy i feel sorry for you so um because yeah. I know, like that's what that's what I heard is, uh, at least college, uh, college to like professional level band camps are just deadly. Yeah, like not only is it like a physical test, but it's a mental game as well. Yeah, because um, I remember he uh, I I will I will say he mm-hmm. did bring the drumline to like another level that year because okay. he he was like. He, he did he did work us to a t um so we improved a lot but i got at a at the same time at what cost um it, it's not like it's anything competition was it it was just basically home games it, it was a home game and i think we did like one exhibition that year but we weren't even in the competition okay so there you go um, what, what, what was his deal yeah i don't freaking i don't freaking know but i remember he um it got so bad that one of our bass drummers uh, sat down privately with the head band director, yeah. and she was all like, I think I want to quit. And oh, it was obviously God. because of this guy. Because out of everyone, the drum instructor hated that girl the most. And and then uh, the director was like, okay, I'll have a talk with him. And mm-hmm. you know what the, the drum instructor does? At the what? next rehearsal, he says like, hey, uh, come here. Pulls her aside and be like, you're getting scholarship for this, right? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, "All right, just checking." So, oh no, he was he was such an asshole. Fuck that Ew, guy. That's yeah, um, that's a shitty that's a shitty instructor. He he was not invited back for the next year. And good, very yeah, good, good. Screw that guy. <clears throat> but <clears throat> I keep my throat is is super dead because. <sighs> hey, do you know what it sounds like? You need what? Some C four. Some C four. Yeah, I I took some I took some cough drops over the vacation. The hotel room that we stayed at, the um, I was like sweating all night, but the uh-huh. AC was so cold at the same time that like my throat was dead. Um, a part of that is because you know we were partying, the music yeah. was loud, and we were all like talking over each other. And mm-hmm. as you know, Filipinos are loud. We did karaoke. Ooh. Mm-hmm. See, but, was like uh family parties and all that to me i i i don't know it feels weird getting really drunk with family members compared to getting with the with the boys and doing that because i don't know Mm -hmm. i i don't want my at least i don't want my family seeing me like that well 
in my case, I know where I get my party jeans from, and I was really CJ was really showing that this weekend. <laughs> I I know where I got mine. It's from my dad mm. and my uncles. Skips says, Rigby, do you have any idea what you've done? And then all of a sudden, we hear some distant screaming and crashing, and the floor starts to rumble like Jurassic Park style. Rigby's all like, what is that? Mordecai says, it's coming from outside. So they all go to the balcony, and it's something is glowing red. And around the corner, we see a gigantic Margaret, and she's flaming red, and she's kind of wearing like this, like, uh, almost like Trojan warrior uh, outfit. Are, are you good? No, nah, I just sneezed. Oh, I thought Discord like filtered it out and it sounded so weird. Yeah, good. I'm glad <laughs> it does that. So innocent civilians are like running away while Margaret's like giant like boots are stomping down on the city. Um, she, she makes um, a car like T-bone right into a semi-truck and then... Um, they're all looking into the sky and Mordecai's all like, Margaret? Skip says, that's not Margaret. When Rigby looked, then Rigby says, I said maybe looked, maybe. Skip says, he released the guardian of Margaret's secrets. And the guardian is continuing to like walk towards uh, Margaret's apartment. And Skip says, she's going to destroy us for looking at her secrets. And Rigby says, what do we do? Skip says, there's only one way to stop this. Each of us must reveal a secret of our own, or she'll destroy us. And the Guardian walks right through some power lines, and then Skip says, All right, I'll go first. <sighs> so, the reason I always skip is, in all my life, my heart yearned for w only one woman. We get a f uh, flashback fade to um, Skip's in the olden days with this uh, lady, and... Skips narrates saying, we used to skip together all the time. On the day I lost her, I vowed to skip every day for the rest of my life so that I'd never forget the time that we spent together. And then we could see that the guardian Margaret, like her flames kind of go away, but then they come back and we hear like this powered down noise. So yeah, basically uh, that's what has to happen. Skip says, it's working now. Mordecai and Rigby, tell your secrets. And then Mordecai's like, uh, okay, sometimes when we're supposed to be cleaning out gutters, we go to get coffee instead. And Rigby's like, oh, good one. And a lot of the time, I don't even get coffee. I just don't feel like cleaning out gutters. But then that doesn't do anything, and the Guardian is walking even closer. And Skip says, no, it has to be something meaningful. The, the Guardian raises up her fist and then um, smashes down the balcony, but not before the three of them run inside of the apartment. And then, so basically, they're just trying to scramble on knowing what to say. Skip says, unless if you tell a real secret, we're all gonna die. And then Mordecai says, all right, I'll do it. I like to sing along to really bad pop music. That does absolutely nothing. The Guardian rips Margaret's roof off of her apartment and throws it to the side. Rigby says, I ate a donut out of the trash. And then Mordecai says, I like going commando. A lot. <laughs> which um <laughs> yeah, i I, right. I had a note where it's saying mordecai okay. is always going commando <laughs> yeah according to the cartoon logic he is always going commando um and i also had the note about rigby's secret um because he he then says that he actually likes the taste of donuts better when they're from the trash and um i wrote that that could be because he is a raccoon yeah so it, ma it makes a lot of sense 
Yeah. Um, do you remember Mr. Day? Yes, I do remember Mr. Day. So Mr. Day was a um, he was one of our eighth grade math teachers, and he was kind of like a like a fan favorite throughout the school. He was like really silly. Yeah, and the kids was. loved him. One day, um, he, we we actually needed to get like a lot of work done, and then so Mr. Day, he was he was talking to the class, and he's like, "Hey, we better get our work done. We need to concentrate or watch. I'm gonna go commando on you guys." And oh wait, yo, what? there are a bunch of thirteen year olds. <laughs> What he meant was, so co- going commando on someone, meaning he meant, like, army, you know? Okay, yeah. He, he meant, like, my drum instructor, you know, like, where someone go like, an instructor goes commando. Yeah, yeah. So, I remember I raised my hand, and he's like, Madrano. And then I was like, I thought commando meant when you don't wear any underwear with your pants. And then he, <laughs> he dropped his marker and just left the room. <laughs> oh yes that's amazing (laughs) the entire class was just dying laughing and like looking back mr day probably left the room so he could laugh too yeah yeah and then and then uh i think like 30 seconds later he comes back into the classroom he's like madrano you can't talk in class for the next week (laughs) (laughs) and it was funny but my only problem is that this story happened right before parent teacher conferences so oh, i was afraid that he was going to no. tell them <laughs> but um no it, it was all good that's what i think that's what i miss most about uh going to school 5 days a week is that you get those random moments of just outbursts of uh of stupid comments from different students you know as much as I hated public school, all of that made it almost kind of worth it. Because, you know, you got a lot yeah. of fun stories. Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine being homeschooled. Oh, God. Oh, who's your mm, classmate? Yeah. Your mom? The Guardian throws a light post uh, towards Mordecai. Mordecai dodges it, and it hits the couch instead. Mordecai runs over to the other couch and says... To Rigby, Rigby, remember when we ordered beds for our room and yours never showed up? I lied. I stacked them up and I've been sleeping on them the, the whole time. I'm sorry, dude. It's just too comfortable. And then Rigby says, like, are you serious? <laughs> but the but the truth works. And you can hear the power down noise uh, coming from the Guardian. But it comes right back up because Rigby is the last person that needs to make uh to tell the truth so the guardian comes back but holding a bus this time and all three of them look up in panic because they they're about to die and mordecai screams over to rigby say saying rigby say something and rigby well, without even thinking says ah when i was little i sold my neighbor's bike and threw it on the roof but it doesn't do anything Skip says, it has to be something deep. Rigby goes on to say, sometimes I hide Pops' shoes because I think it's funny when he's looking for them. I'm a horrible person. And he keeps uh, telling these supposed truths. He says, I hate showers. I hate kittens. I lied about being on the football team. And as the Guardian is about to chuck this bus at the three of them, Rigby finally shouts out, I think Eileen is hot without her glasses on. Oh fuck! Oh, and then, shit. and uh, the the Margaret Guardian disappears along with the bus, mind you. 
and everything goes back to the way it was. The power lines reconnect. The street lamp goes back to where it was. Uh, the couch is back to normal. All the but all the things that the guardian destroyed reverts back to its normal self. Even the balcony that got destroyed, or even the balcony that got destroyed, and the tiny leaf from one of Margaret's hanging plants goes back. Mm-hmm. Which they still haven't planted or watered, watered. whatever the hell they're doing it. Yeah. So, and then Skip says, "Let's finish this," and they all grab each other's hands again, and they continue the ceremony. Light goes into the shitty notebook, which uh, turns into Margaret's new refurbished, r- refurbish. I can't say that word. Uh, diary. Mm-hmm. Mordecai picks up the new book and says whoa it looks exactly like margaret's and he goes over he looks over to skips and he says skips how can we repay you skip says do you remember that stuff i said about why i skip mordecai awkwardly says yeah skips comes back saying no you don't so and he gets up walks over to the front door and closes it behind him he skips over to the front door. He skips, sorry, yeah, he skips <laughs> over to the Haven't you been paying attention? <laughs> uh, obviously not. <laughs> so Mordecai puts the book back onto the shelf, and Rigby points over to Mordecai saying, I knew it was my mattress. And Mordecai kind of claps back saying, So I lean, huh? And Rigby's face drops, and we get a really close-up shot of him saying, Stop talking! And we clock <laughs> wipe back to or to the coffee shop, possibly the next day. Mm-hmm. So Mordecai and Rigby are sitting in the coffee shop, and Mordo says, I can't believe we got the diary back together. And Rigby's like, yeah, what a pain. I never want to water Margaret's plants again. And then Mordecai's like, wait, did we ever actually water the plants? And then Rigby's like, hey, here she comes. Um, Margaret walks up, and Mordecai's acting all nonchalant and be like, oh, hey, Margaret, how was your trip? And then Margaret says, it was nice, but I could only take my parents for so long, you know? And Rigby's all like, oh, yeah, tell me about it. The rents are the worst. And Mordecai's all like, huh, you don't have to worry about your plants or if the roof is still on your apartment or whatever. Uh, because it's fine is what I mean. Ha 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 But then Margaret's all like, oh, you guys didn't actually go and water them, did you? And Mordecai's like, yeah, why? And Margaret says... Oh, I, well, I forgot that I had already asked Eileen to do it. And then they're all like, wait, really? And Margaret said, like, yeah, she had the spare bedroom all weekend. Sorry that you guys went through all the trouble. And Mordecai and Rigby kind of shrug it off. And they're like, oh, I guess we just missed each other. So don't worry about it. Um, then all of a sudden, we hear Eileen on the other side of the room off screen saying, hey, guys, here's your coffee. And romantic music is playing. And we see Eileen walking over without her glasses on. (laughs) So, obviously, this meant that Eileen was in the other bedroom the whole time, and she heard everything that was going on. Oh my god, wait, you're actually right. So, do you think Eileen told Margaret about what happened, or did she kind of keep it a secret, being all like, ooh, Rigby likes me, I'm just gonna do with that, you know? I've I feel like she's keeping this to herself and actually didn't tell Margaret anything. That would be her secret. It exactly. looks like. Hmm. So she better not go spill it. So um 
Mordecai and Rigby are there. Like Mordecai is the kind of like like laughing shocked, but Rigby's actually shocked. And Mordecai kind of puts his hand up, be like, "Oh, dude." And then Eileen is kind of like there, like fluttering her eyelashes and whipping her, like kind of moving her bangs to look all like hot to Rigby. And she walks over, but then she walks right in the table, spilling the coffee all over Mordecai <laughs> and Rigby because she can't see without her glasses. So uh, that's, that's really great. funny. We cut to black with the thud ending the episode. Wow. Oh, God, that's hmm. so good. Lunchtime. Lunchtime. It's lunchtime. I'm probably going to have some uh, Red Dead stew after this. Did you actually, do you actually like make that or? I've been wanting to make Binging with Babish's camp stew for a long time. Okay. Uh, but then I was at the store and realized that they s- sold the same thing in cans. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do with this. But I do want to make it sometime. I All do. Right. So Anyways, before, yeah, we get into, yeah, before we get into lunchtime, we got some trivia from the fan wiki. And it's a lot. Oh, God. This, okay, keep going. So Diary, this episode reveals why Skips skips all the time. And the whole story will later be seen in season five in the episode Skip's story. So this is kind of like a setup to it. Yeah. Uh, and it's also revealed that Rigby thinks Eileen is hot without her glasses on. Hmm. I mean, wouldn't, um, wouldn't you want uh, a potential significant other to just see you for how you are anyways? Glasses or no glasses? True. Yeah. Um, this episode also reveals why more uh, why Rigby sleeps on a trampoline. It's because when they ordered mattresses, Mordecai stacked both of them on his bed for himself. And this also um, a lot of the things we're saying we've we already like mentioned before. But Rigby states that he likes the taste of donuts better when they're from the trash, and this gives further proof that he has raccoon instincts. Episode connections, uh, aside from the um, Skip story one, we also um, get more on Skip's skipping because this question was mentioned before in Skip's Strikes. Because I remember the episode ended with everyone asking why he does skip and then uh, he doesn't answer it. But we finally get the the big reveal in this one. Other than that, what's up? I was going to say, I feel like we're we slowly get to know uh everyone else's backstory other than mordecai and rigby like in these past seasons or yeah, in yeah. even future seasons and then they all just and the payoff is is gonna happen like two or three later two or three seasons later yeah that's cool um the last episode connection is mordecai having his flashback to the last time he put something in the microwave which was it's time um goofs Margaret's eyelashes disappear when Eileen bumps into Mordecai and Rigby's table and spills the coffee at the end. Uh, pop culture references Soup Da Gloop is most likely a reference to the viral internet meme Shoop Da Whoop. <laughs> I remember that. I don't remember that. I'll have to look at it after. But um, Alternate versions. In the UK, at the beginning of the episode when Rigby says, Whoopsh! That was t- changed to, it, it says Wahizip, 
I don't know what that what a <laughs> wahazip is. Like wahazip. Uh, no. Yeah. It, I don't know. Um, and then the line "your friend without benefits" was changed to "your friend that will never be more than a friend." See Damn. that that doesn't have the good comedic timing at it all. It doesn't. Hmm. Josh, take us through lunchtime. All right. So in the uh, season three, episode thirty-three, diary, who was a protagonist of the episode? Um. I I put Mordecai and Rigby and the side character is Skips. I I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So who would you say the antagonist was? It was the uh, guardian of Margaret's secrets. I also put that too. I almost didn't put anything, but um, with a little bit more thought, yeah, it, w- it was definitely the gu- uh, Margaret guardian. Though it is worth mentioning that Rigby kind of instigated it. He did. But he didn't go off and try to kill them. Uh, any O's or hmms in the episode? Uh, there were none. Neither. I'm surprised that there wasn't uh, a hmm, at least in the beginning when Mordecai was uh, uh, searching through the, the apartment for a water can. Yeah. Were there any adult jokes that you spot? Uh, there was friend without benefits as well as Mordecai going commando. Yeah, I agree with those two. Uh, any Mordecai sip moments? Um, so that that scene right there about friends without benefits, um, that is often included in Mordecai simp compilations. Mm. Um, so yeah, I would put that part. Yeah, and I would also put hmm. uh, Rigby saying that Mordecai is whipped. <laughs> yeah. Even though I feel like uh saying you're whipped is more of you're actually in a relationship not before or even if you're just friends with someone mm-hmm. oh uh any iconic regulation moments that you spotted um learning why skips skips yep uh rigby saying that he thinks eileen is hot without glasses on because that's also in a lot of compilations oh yeah as well as the friend without benefits scene i think so too yeah. So, were there any li- real licensed music in this episode? <sighs> no. I didn't hear any either. So, on a scale of 1 to 5, how would you rate this episode based on memorability? Honestly, I gave it a 5. I would also give this a 5. Mm-hmm. So then would, yep, so would you say this is a skip or a must-watch episode? Uh, this is a must-watch because we get answers from Skip Strikes. We get the uh, setup for Skip's story. We learn why Rigby sleeps on a mattress. And we also learn about Rigby's feelings for Eileen. Yeah, I also say it's a must-watch because like what you said, it does plant some seeds for future uh, plots. For the show. Exactly. So would you say this is a good or a bad episode? I said that this was a good episode. What? I also said it was a good episode. What? Mm-hmm. So that means we are left with 102 O's and 63 hmms in total. Uh, we didn't get any new ones in this episode, but we might get some more in the next one, which is the best VHS in the world. <laughs> so if you want to catch that episode, you could... <laughs> <laughs> you were there you were get, you were there no did did you did you i farted 
I didn't. I did not hear okay. it, but why, since you mentioned it, I can tell audience you have no idea when this man farts. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Not it's gonna lie. Horrible. How does? No, you don't fart in front of CJ, do you? Oh, we've been we farted in front of each other before we were dating. We we're we're like that, you know. Cross fingers is what I did. Yeah, I I, I know, but how, <laughs> how is she still with you? When you fart like that, man. So, if you want to catch the next episode, be sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. Follow us on Twitter, not X, which is at ExcellentPod. And if you want to check out our group YouTube channel, that is The Schwam Squad. All of these links are found in the description. Josh, do you have anything else? Don't read anyone else's diary or else a giant spirit guardian of them will come and hunt you down. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Now get back to work, or you are fired.